Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-T or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's hour three of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time now for Eric Chiafalo to entertain your ears with some Cowboys content. Here he is, Eric. All right, 877-881-1053. What's the worst Cowboys take you've heard over the last 48 to 72 hours? There has been a plenty, and one is really sticking with me right now, and I need to vent about it a little bit. Now, the uh, 908 saying right now, it's I keep hearing people say, let Zeke go. Don't Don't sign Pollard and... Draft that guy Bijan at twenty six. <laughs> it's got him frustrated a little we're bit. We're trying. We're trying to like. We're trying to will that one to happen. But he's a hell of a player. I just you know, we just start the process looking at him. He is. He's really, really good. Great player. Yeah. How about this five one five? I'm glad you asked. The thing that absolutely drives me crazy is that most of Dallas media covered the Cowboys in a vanilla way. No accountability. I I, I totally disagree with that. Some I, strong takes coming. I totally disagree with that. I think we. I think that. I think we were more than fair with them when it comes to like you know evaluating them, and then also though the questions and stuff that we brought up. We throw some heat at them with our opinions, you know. Before they know, trust me. I, I can I say this real quick? Sure. I mean, there's guys and gals over there that listen to our show. I get you. You will not believe the texts I get throughout a show about you know. And then we go over there. I go over there and work. And like you know, guys are saying this, saying that about it, and they're like, you, know, you didn't bring Dawson with you, did you? No, but I mean, it's Bleep like, that guy. but there'll be times where they go, you know what, you guys. I, I mean, I said this about Jerry before. You say things, and they'll go, but you guys are, you know, you guys aren't wrong about that. Yeah. You know, you're not wrong, and I, I, it, it happens more than not. You know, so I trust me, they know exactly what we're saying about that organization. I think we hold our, ourselves accountable. I, I know I do. I mean, I, I yeah. look in the mirror every day. Absolutely. I I am I am wondering sometimes where the TV and newspaper pressure is on the quarterback, you know. But that's kind of an access game as well. And access journalism yeah. does suck. But everybody's got to play the game if if you want to talk to the people involved, and that that yeah. is part of it. But this week, like when it hit the fan and you couldn't run from it anymore, now you're seeing more criticism of Dak from the, from the newspaper and TV type of people than I think you would see. And usually those folks are are playing it safe and cheerleading the most. Yeah, I think I think people in the media are starting to, you know, every post game it's the question about the interceptions, and they have to keep asking and have to keep asking the question about that. And you know, finally Dak comes out like oh, it's not going to happen anymore. It's the last you know all that, and everybody's like, well. You know, the season's over now, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, this is something that needed to be taken care of, you know? We're, we're all going home now because, you know, turnovers and things like that. And, you know, it's his responsibility. It's the team's responsibility, you know? But he's got he, to do better in that regard. And he keeps talking about doing better, and they haven't done better. I mean, it's like me. Hey, I'm going to be a better broad, you know? You keep talking about it. You got to try and actually do it, you know? I don't know. I just it's I think that's the thing that's kind of disheartening me about this that we're having to, you know, to address that 
It just was all year long. Yeah. You know? Well, I shouldn't say all year, This, but the games he played. Yeah, know? once he returned, that, that became the huge I mean, the, the huge storyline. You're frustrated. You're frustrated. You saw him play so great Monday night. And maybe it had to do with, with the Buccaneers. You know, zone defense, no pass rush. You know, maybe it had to do with them. Maybe a little bit different animal in that San Francisco. But the thing that I just can't get over is the fact you gave up 19 points to them and you lost. Yeah. You know? It's frustrating. You got to find it. You know, quarterback, coordinator, head coach, whoever, you got to find a way to make some plays and win that football game. You you gave away a great opportunity to move on last Sunday. Mm-hmm. 100%. Blew it. The, the, the one for me that has been so annoying is people coming to the defense of Trayvon Diggs for the Kittle play. Uh-huh. Really? They're t- doing that? People are people are coming to his defense uh, of basically saying you can't hit in football anymore. He was going to draw a flag if he hit him. And they're giving him a pass for clearly intentionally avoiding contact. And if this was a, a, a one-time thing, I wouldn't just completely throw that on him. But we know this about Trayvon Diggs. You go look at his missed tackle percentage, and it's actually really low. Oh, my gosh, this guy actually tackles well. It's because he doesn't give himself the opportunity to attempt the tackle, so they can't register it as a missed tackle. He pulls him himself away from these things at every turn we've seen it constantly he actually can tackle when he tries the couple of times you've seen him try you're like there you go Trayvon but way more often than not this dude intentionally olays he spins himself out of the play he does not want to make contact and he had a chance that was the biggest play of the game right there the the the, the thing that jump-started the Niner offense he had the chance to make the play and he intentionally avoided it and people that keep coming to his defense I'm going what are you talking about when is it ever the right thing to do to avoid the contact his what are you saying his only option was to hit Kittle in the head no Kittle was bobbling the ball break the pass up play the football even if you're not crushing Kittle with a huge jarring Ronnie Lott hit okay but avoiding the avoiding the play at all and just chalking it up to you're not allowed to hit people in football anymore is absolutely maddening and and now we're going to get to a place where you have to make a decision you're going to have to pay Lamb. You're going to have to pay Diggs. I've seen enough of Diggs. I got a ton of respect for the corner that he is coverage-wise, uh, and he was he was good this year at that. But I just found a Deron Bland in the fifth round. So I feel like I got a young corner of the future. I'm going to draft Trayvon Diggs' replacement in round one of this draft. Ooh, look Ideally. At that. That's now, strong. of course, the draft, the board falls and things happen. Yeah, sure. But in a perfect world, and you guys keep telling me all the corners that are available and there's are going to be there's a lot of good corners. corners. It's a deep corner draft. I'm replacing Trayvon Diggs in this draft. And obviously, they're going to get to play together for a year or whatever it is. But I'm paying CeeDee Lamb, and I'm not doing it for Trayvon Diggs. That's a strong take. I, I, you know what, Chief? I'm not going to agree with you. I'll add to this, you know. If you don't want to pay Trayvon Diggs, take that money into the free agent market. And probably for the same dollar, the same contract, you can get a corner that will tackle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you don't have to repay else. your own guys. You have $20 million to spend on a corner. It right. doesn't have to be Trayvon Diggs. There's, uh, it, it's hard always to find corners that are willing to tackle. Uh, I think Joey Porter Jr. does. I don't think he's going to be around. Uh, Cam Smith's a guy that I like a lot. Cam Smith from South Carolina. Out of South Carolina. Him. He's willing to tackle. Um, he, he'll come up and do it. Now, he, he might be around at 26. I don't know if he will. I just don't want Olay, you know, and I get it. He's got free agency sure. coming up, well, you know, but 99.99% of injuries are fixable, and if you're worried about the .01, it's not your game. But, gosh, that's tough to just say I don't want to keep a guy that's an all-pro caliber corner. That's hard to find, If man. he's a free agent when other guys are, it's easy. I'm just going to take the guy with the better traits, and it, it should be more about what you can do for the team, not – 
we like you and drafted like, you. Yes, they found they found Deron Bland. They also took Kelvin Joseph, who didn't sure. work, and Sean Wright, who didn't work. And, and that's right. fine. Yeah. But you have Bland on the cheap. He's young. There's your corner. That's and then, one corner. And now I'm. But I'm telling you, I'm drafting the Trayvon yeah, Diggs replacement in round one right, right now. But let's. What if he doesn't hit? What if he? Why doesn't you go hit? to free agency too? Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, this, this team's going to allocate a, a top of the market so, salary slot to at least one corner. At all I don't times. know that I'm out on just. They let, Bar- they let they let they let. Oh, I'm sure Jones. plenty of people disagree they, with they, it. They, yes, that's true. I don't know that they would. They don't necessarily pay for secondary guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm frustrated with Diggs and the willingness to tackle as well. But he is still a very good cornerback in this league. He I'm not just going to completely dump on. Do this Do you guy. think it's a salary thing that when I get paid, when I get, I was a second round pick, and I I'm short on a bunch of cash right now for the job that I'm doing. Pay me, and then I'll put my nose in there. I, I I hope not. I mean, you should. That's a that's a divisional playoff game. You should you should be putting it all on the line, man. There's no excuse for that crap. Well, what about the wild card round? Either way, the easiest third and seven that's ever been given up. There's no excuse for that crap. It was the most legendary business he's decision I've ever seen made, and then he doubled he's down on it better. with the Kittle play. He's got. I can't know. have that mentality on my defense when I'm asking all these guys to go be physical and ten guys on the field for this Cowboys team this time around. Physical as hell. Malik Hooker's coming in hitting people. You know about Donovan Wilson. Name that Cowboy defender. He's ready to lay the wood, unless his name is Trayvon Diggs. So I got Deron Bland. I'm going to draft the Trayvon Diggs replacement in the round one because everybody keeps telling me there's nothing but dominant corners in this draft. No, I didn't say dominant. Very okay, good corners there, in this not draft. An, there's not an elite corner prospect like there has been in previous years. I don't, oh, don't walk it. I don't, don't don't walk. I it. don't. No, I'm not walking it. There's walk, not. There's not okay, a sauce well, gardener. Well, 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 Dallas is picking at 26. But there's there's good not, corners. I think Garrett I, Williams from Syracuse. I like him. I like him a lot as well. Toughness, willingness to hit, physical player. I think you can throw a lot at corner. I think you can draft multiple corners in this draft, and and you can set yourself up for possibly moving on if you want to. I'm not opposed to that. I want to. I understand if you don't. I want to. I'm sick of watching that dude not try to tackle anybody, and I. I can say that while res- while having respect for what he does as a coverage player. Yeah, I think there's no question. I love you. I think it's an overly emotional take on a guy, on a cornerback that didn't want to tackle because what did Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel do necessarily in the passing game? I think that's a credit to Trayvon Diggs and his ability to cover. Right, I think he's still a very good cover corner. He is. I won't I think, disagree. I think Trayvon Diggs is still one of the best corners in football. It's an extremely difficult position to find a guy. Of that level of play, but I I'm with you, Eric. I I agree with you in terms of the the, the wussiness, if you will, and him not bro, wanting to stick his a, nose if in you're it. You're a player bro. on that defense right now. Every everyone should be looking at him and being like, "What the hell are you doing?" It's yeah. a morale killer all season long. It is a morale killer, and it, and it's in the regular season, and then he showed it back to back weeks in the playoffs. I'm a guy that doesn't want to tackle, and that's, that's fine, dude. There's another that's team. That, another team will pay you sure. because your skill set is valuable. But I just don't want it anymore. And now that I have Deron Bland on the cheap, cool. I got a young corner of the future. I'm about to draft another one. Mm-hmm. And, and and Izzy McQuamu is going to be a guy that can play some nickel yeah. for me. Cool. Yeah. I can get by with Jordan Lewis if I need to for a little bit more time. No problem. That money's going elsewhere. Trayvon Diggs, I don't want you anymore. We can get a corner at 26, and it'll be a guy that we like. Yeah, you're not uh, the soft. And I don't starter. need you're, you, Trayvon yeah. Diggs. As yeah. people keep texting in, I don't need you to be a a a dominant hitter. I don't need you crushing schools. I just need you showing some willingness to try more than once a year. Because we can all point to the Bengal game. Yeah, nice I, job in the Bengal game, bro. Yeah. Week two was sweet for you. Yeah. The other 19 tries that you had, yeah. you botched it. Yeah. And it's been like that since day one. And if you're gonna pick off 12, 15 picks a year, cool, bro. That's great. But we all know you're not. So somebody else can pay you a bunch of money. 
I'm to with not you on tackle that. Tackle anybody? I'd, I'd be willing to vote. I, you know, I, I you got to be careful with how you spend your money. And I don't think that uh, I, I don't think that Trayvon Diggs is going to have double digit picks. I see a guy that takes too many chances and gives up big plays. Mm-hmm. And down in, down out, he's not giving up the numbers. But that was probably because the other corners were so easy to pick on. Uh, I, I think the stats could be significantly different over the next couple of years for him. Yeah. Uh, okay, very good. Is there any other takes, by the way, that are that are frustrating you guys? I mean, I'll, I'll jump into the text. Right, the, the take I'm having now is seeming to be a little bit frustrating for people. Uh, so maybe, uh-huh. maybe, maybe this particular. They, I don't have it confirmed. Are they split on you, or are they? Are I they... would say decently split. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are passionately with me, and then a lot of people are telling me the that four, I have worse the fours are all the fours. The fours are all about what? What are, what are the, the, the what are the people defending him saying? Uh, that are defending Diggs, yeah. uh, just saying like are they are they using the Dion? He's been playing hurt. Is or this the Dion line? This Dion? take is one of the worst I've ever heard from the station. Eric is making me so mad I almost crashed on six thirty five. Well, don't let's pay, not get people hurt. You don't no. pay a corner to tackle. You pay a corner to cover. That that would probably be the the best defense. Well, well okay, but you, but, can, you, but you got to get off the field. These playoff games. I mean, like he was talking about. I, I okay, I'm, he's right. I'm not asking him to get uh, Leighton Vander Esch tackles. I'm right. not asking him to get 10 or 12 a game. I'm asking when, hey, have a willingness to at least when it's third and seven and we're trying to get off the field. That third and seven that the Buccaneers converted the other day, it ended up being a touchdown, you know? So, to me, that, that's that's kind of where you, you're you're in that mode. Well, I take that back. It didn't well, Kerr have to, saved it from being well, a Kerr touchdown. Kerr saved it being from a touchdown. But they're driving the ball, and you could have got off the field there. Yes. You know, the, the, the Kittle play. That was a huge play in that huge, game. Bro. Huge, bro. Huge play in that game. And that's coverage. You can yeah. say it's not tackling. That's fine. Play the ball. What yeah. did you say, Walchuk? Play the ball. Play that's the your ball. job as a corner. Play the so ball. So he didn't play the ball there. Play the ball. So he did not do a good job as a corner. Even if he didn't want to even if he didn't want to make make contact. He's juggling the ball, bro. Just force the incompletion. Shouldn't be that hard. In, instead, he dives into a space where he knew he could avoid contact. Yes. That's the toughest thing. It's like Wait, are well, you wait? So your you your hand eye coordination is that bad? Trayvon Diggs can't buy it. You're one of the best yeah. athletes on the planet. Yeah, and no, don't tell me you were trying. It's not, on that play. it's not throw your shoulder in there because that's what he tried to do. You need to go in there and inform tackle and wrap up a guy yeah. or try and break dislodge player yeah. from ball. I'm just I'm just interested. You know, if you have the opportunity to get a guy down, do it. Yeah, uh, uh, seven one four. Eric snorted a line of cocaine, asking Diggs to leave WTF. The very next text eight five eight. Great take on Diggs. Great, Beautiful. thank you. Appreciate uh, that. We should move Diggs to receiver and draft more corners. There we go. Two one four. I like that idea. Not if he's going to drop the ball. <laughs> if he's going to be the Deion Sanders guy, then try to go both ways. <laughs> we need receivers right now. All righty, great stuff. I guess we're going to get uh, Chia Follows uh, draft plan. That'll uh, come no, in a later it's, segment. It's take a receiver at 26. Oh, take, another, or or take a corner. Take the corner. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Those, well, those things come together. Yes, gotcha. sir. Gotcha. Thank you, sir. Yep. Wooly Bully's top 10 at 420 oh, yes. coming up next. Where are we going with that, sir? Uh, all right, so I got some NFL audio for you. We got the uh, Bills GM that is taking a shot at the Bengals, mm. and C.J. Gardner-Johnson had his car stolen. We'll have his reaction. Plus, in honor of Milf Manor, which KNC is loving right now, we got the best reality shows. What's your top 10? Next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Time now for the Top 10 at 420. Segments brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com slash home show. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. You think there will be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So you get the representation that will not settle for less. It's the Frankels, truckwreck.com, truckwreck.com. Here is Wooly Bully with your top ten. Let's party, boys. Let's party. Uh, yet again, we're having a lot of confusion between who is Eric and who is uh, myself. Greg. Wait, wait. With the two one four saying that you were the stupid punk, you think I'm the stupid punk they were talking about there? I, I, I don't know. Did you forward that email over to me? I'll say, forward, hey, I'll forward it to you. This guy's uh, I would still punk. recommend that you come in uh, tomorrow to the first floor to our performance showroom and uh, check out Rangers Hot Stove from seven to eight because you can have a chance to meet Brock Burke and Taylor Hearn with the Get Right and, and Jared Sandler. That's going to be fantastic. No punks there. No punks around. Punk no punks environment. Around. Uh, oh, wait. But, Sandler's going to be there. Uh, and Jared's lovable, though. I mean, he's only a punk during, what is it, extra innings? I mean, <laughs> fine. But he can't explain the catcher interference rule. He's kind of a punk. Yeah, that that did. That's what did it for me, That man. did frustrate me. All right, text in your favorite <laughs> reality shows, because I got the top ten of that in honor of MILF Manor, because, gosh, is that not just delicious watching? Right did you now. really watch that? No, you watched episode one? No, I didn't watch it. Yeah, you were watching tape, because uh, you were I, texting me. Yeah, I mean, was you were watching you. College Guys. <laughs> yeah, we were all watching College Guys, I was. Right? T- we were watching College Guys, I now text Brian, and, and Brian just uh, looks at it and moves on with his life. But it's okay. I just want him to know what I'm thinking. Are you just sending takes Broadus's way? You're just, just sending texting takes? takes? Every, so he, he every, knows where I'm at. It's funny because it, it it happens like all during the night, so I'm like sitting there going, "Oh, he's still watching tape. This is good." And he's like, "Hey, I really like this guy from Utah. Yeah, the guy from Ohio State can't play. Yeah, kind of." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool. Thanks." Yeah, that Wisconsin linebacker was really disappointing last night too. All right, uh, I do want to give you what Brandon Bean said, the Bills GM, as he kind of took a subtle jab at. The Cincinnati Bengals. And Lucius, I think we do have this audio. I sent this to you. Hopefully we do. If we don't, just let me know. But um, here's Brandon Beam talking about the Bengals. And, well, he just doesn't really want to suck that bad, I suppose. Take it away, Brandon. That's a trend that we need to kind of adapt to moving forward in order to close No, they have a good team. I mean, um, they right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract. And, you know, they had some lean years and without getting too much into their build and you know i don't want to i don't want to suck bad enough to have to get jamar chase like he's a heck of a talent i'd love to have him but you got to you got to go through some lean years to do, to do that and you know they you know they were able to get burrow one and i don't remember where chase was drafted but it was pretty high like and those guys are on their rookie deals 
we're paying Stefan Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap, um, but they have a they have a really good team and they got some good young players. Yeah, I, the the Bills were bad for 25 years, and you finally you know got a GM in there who you know could take care of business. But the big blessing was that Burrow gets hurt his rookie year, right? So you're in position to take Chase. That was that was the super luck factor. Yes, and it was. That's unpredictable when that's going to happen. Um, it just was like like he goes out of his way. I don't want to suck that bad. <laughs> he's not wrong though. Let me just side swipe I mean, here. When you're sitting in that chair, you don't want because you're afraid you're going to get fired. No, you're right. Unless you work here. But, you know, it's one of those things that he's, you know, you, you just that competitive side. But to your point, like we, we talk about quite a bit in team building. Sometimes you have to, sometimes you do have to have a couple of lean years. It's you know, and, and, and they and, have and, six and, awesome defensive players yeah, as a result of yeah, those. Yeah, they, and they've hit, they've hit some, they've hit some really good players there at Cincinnati. They've been, it's been lean there for a long time. But, you know, you, they got the, you know, like I say, that, that Zach Taylor, he was on his way out. Yeah. That guy was like one 14 and one on the road in his career before Joe Burrow and these guys showed up. But Willie Bully, I I hope you also got a Cowboys angle working over there that it's like, Hey, Jones family, he'd be bad for two, three years in a row. Next thing you know, you got to tackle a a, a wide receiver and a quarterback that might be heading for the hall of fame. You want to get Joe Shiesty, AKA quarterback one B in the NFL, maybe one a after this weekend. We'll see. Uh, That's what you need to do. You need to stink. Go get the number one overall pick. Or what the Colts are going to do this year, probably mortgage everything, go up there and get their guy. Might be Bryce Young. Might be Will Levis. Well, if I was Chris Ballard from the Colts. They're going to do this. I would absolutely do this because my next thing that happens if the team doesn't get in the playoffs, I'm getting fired. Yeah, I think we'll And and it's somebody else's problem in that case. What the Cowboys need to do, and this is setting up well, all right, you play this out. or You get a new offensive coordinator, see what happens with Dak probably going to end up being the same result even though I love the guy and I hope that it's not I hope it's a Super Bowl championship year but if it does end up being the same result Caleb Williams seems like he is a unicorn like a stud 12 and 5 is that your same is that what you're talking about yeah like probably don't get past the divisional round again okay I see what you're doing it it just seems like that is where the where the peak is for the entire organization not just Dak Romo couldn't get past there either you know. I kind of thought you were going that direction when Dak went down in Week One. Yeah, that maybe you'd be in line to get I mean, the number one I, pick. I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking maybe this might be a top, you know, might be a top ten pick. Well, and Dak is good enough to where you're not going to be getting in the top ten. But what you're going to have to do is then be trading to go get up there. Yeah. So that's what you're going to be looking well, at. Mahomes was drafted at ten, right? Dorsey went to ten. Mahomes from, was drafted at ten, but that's the weird thing where like Mahomes, Josh Allen. Some people didn't think, for whatever reason, you know, there was doubt on Mahomes. He was just a freak athlete, but did he? Ha- he kind of played quarterback like a shortstop. But Andy Reid saw. Oh, John Dorsey saw. John Dorsey. Well, and Andy Reid, right? Yeah, together, was it yeah. Dorsey that said, Dorsey, like, Dorsey, hey, convinced, watch this guy. Yeah, Andy will admit that. Dorsey convinced him to draft the guy. And Andy Reid yeah. liked what he saw. Absolutely. Uh, I think Sean Payton also was going to make the move up to go get him. Or they were sitting at 12, maybe, is what it was. Yeah, they jumped him. And, you know, Sean Payton was a guy that had kind of... Foresight. Yeah. That's what it takes. You, you got to find a quarterback a really that you like. <laughs> go, yeah, we're good intel. Go up there and get him. But Caleb Williams might be one of those guys. Maybe it's a May from North Carolina. But that's where a draft class that maybe this is what you want to do. Sean Payton found Romo. Wade Wilson found Dak. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how how good they are at evaluating with the current guys over there. Yeah, that's a, that's a big question. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can get to the offensive new- linemen. They got a good handle when it comes to the first round guys. Yeah, they that do. seems to be. Oh. 
that seems something that every time they pick one of those cats, it works out pretty decently. It does, decently does for work them. out. It does work out. Okay, C.J. Gardner Johnson got his car stolen, Brian. So you're not the only one that's had this issue. Uh, he took to. Do they have cameras available where he yeah, was? Yeah, he did. He knew oh, exactly okay. what happened, but he filmed a video following the incident that he knew who took the car. And uh, this was C.J. Gardner Johnson uh, taking to video and talking about the incident. I know exactly who took my car. Oh. There you go. Thank you. I heard that. Yep. Yeah, if you want me to, I can send these clips. Yeah, it's good. I know exactly who stole my shit, bro. Yeah, don't worry, buddy. We got y'all on camera. Wow. Wow. Wait, where was that angle? That's how y'all getting down? In Philly? Y'all still after a win? Yeah. Wow, dude. That's fantastic. So he... He gets done with a playoff victory, walks outside, and his car's gone. Car's gone after beating the Giants 38-7. to Didn't we just have uh, 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 Blake Corum at Michigan? He got his car stolen as well. Michigan's running back. I get it after, you know. I mean, it's running rampant it's, right now. Yeah, it's just crazy. You walked outside with me when it happened. Heck yeah, I'll never forget the color just completely leaving your face, and you yeah. were despondent like a wax statue. Yep. And then I saw the one no Sean Moreno tear. Just come dropping down your face, and oh, I was Sean. like, "Man, he's really, he's really beat up about this right now." He loved that truck. He really did love that truck. I did love it. It was truck. a great what six, seven months in that bad boy. I loved it. You too. sold it to me. Dang right, I did. That was amazing. I had a uh, a couple of Dos Equis, uh in the front seat form, and, yes. and a little thank you card. Dang it. Well, that's a nice touch, Chiafano. Yeah, you get I appreciate good retention that. Business, was, they, they were, good retention business. He, he was right a quality. There. He was a quality salesman, I'd say. <laughs> All right, let's I get wasn't into as ballsy as old Mark from G Bag of the Day. <laughs> <laughs> top ten here. We've got the top ten best reality shows. Uh, thanks to Milf Manor doing this for Are us. Are they number one? No, Milf Manor not on the oh, list. Are we doing top ten milfs? Didn't make uh, didn't make the top ten. Well, we know who's I'm confused now. top ten milf for us. It's Last reality show I watched, 1999, Joe Millionaire. This construction Ooh, worker. Yes, I watched that too. They they told these ten gals he was a millionaire, and he was just a total lughead moron. Okay. <laughs> and at the end of the series, they were like, "Surprise! Do you still like him?" <laughs> what did they say? I don't remember. Uh, none of it was them. A long time ago. Them, they were none of them. Dude. None of them stayed kidding? with him. It was on Fox, I believe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Love is blind is getting some uh, some votes here. We got Survivor. Uh, Snowflake Mountain on Netflix, which I've never seen, is getting some love as well in the text. <laughs> Snowflake Mountain? Snowflake Mountain. <laughs> Sounds kind of strange. <laughs> Bunch of beta dudes. Fine for the attention of us. Party! 877-881-1053. What is your favorite reality show? Lucius, do you have a vote here? Oh, hey, hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, intervention? Ooh. Just, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, I like Intervention right yeah. there, yeah. Jocelyn's Cabaret. Uh, crazy in Love, that's Blueface and his girlfriend. I've been watching that lately. Bad Girls Club and The Real World. Dude, The Real World. The Real, the real, world. real world is yeah. up there for me. First couple seasons were magical. The Challenge I still yeah. rock with. Big fan of The Challenge, no doubt. Uh, and Big Brother growing up was kind of like a family. Yeah. We'd, I'd watch that with the fam. And I think it's still going. Still going strong. Number 10 on the list is Flavor of Love. So this is all time? Uh, this is all time. Dude, that was flavor, so flavor, good. Right? Flavor, right? Yeah. yeah, Flavor Flav. Rock, rock What's from the story? Was he with the big clock? Yeah. What's yeah. the story? Is there a story? Good prop for stage. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right. Yep. Flavor, well, flavor. And you know what time it is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What time is that it? that Morris Day in the night? Morris Day told me that. What time it is? Right? Back in the day? Morris Day and the time. And Morris Day and the time. And the time. 
You guys looked to me like you had no clue. That's a great song. I was thinking of uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Should I? That was from Because Jay would always be yeah. rocking to that. Oh, okay, yeah. I got Purple Rain. Purple Rain. I got you. Yeah. Number nine bees, is bees. Uh, Love Island UK, which I uh, stumbled upon over the summer. It's not bad. The Bachelor Paradise stuff. That's oh, yeah, fun. you'll rock with that. Yeah, my wife got me on that in the last probably six to eight months. Ooh, we got a text in for The Circle, which my dad started watching, and uh, I did end up watching in a couple episodes with him. It's it's good. The Circle's interesting. It's on Netflix. Number eight is What Would You Do, uh, which was an ABC show. I never watched What Would You Do. It's like, uh, I think it, you got kids on here as well. I don't know. Would what, not do a kid. No, it's no. I don't think kids are involved in that. We're gonna move. Okay, good. We're gonna move on from that. Yeah, let's go ahead and pivot. A little pivot. They would make up situations like uh, you would witness somebody walking off from their tab at the restaurant, and they would have the camera on you. Like, what would you do? Oh, yes. they would make situations oh. happen to see how somebody would react. I've seen to that. It. Yes. That's yeah, I used to watch that. Like you'd get uh, a customer that was berating someone who right. was like old or short or something, and then like people are looking on, and it's like, is somebody gonna step up? And like, be like, how hey. would you handle that situation? Yeah. Like yeah. punked almost. Number seven is it's the like great TikTok now. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Is, number seven is the great British baking show. All right, it's a good show. Yeah. Number six, we've got American Idol. Mm. Which I think it's still going, man. Why? Oh, it is for sure. Season Why? one was fire. I mean, it was great. Kelly Clarkson. Oh yeah. Justin, whatever. Who's now the Dr Pepper Guarini. guy? Yes, he yeah. is. He's he's a little sweet. Yeah. A little sweet. Number five is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Never watched an episode. I used to watch it with Lucius back when I was interning. We'd have some good times. Throw it right on in the pimp cup back there. Oh, yeah. I just remember when Reggie Bush was dating her, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. And oh, I was yeah. like, this isn't really about Reggie Bush. Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Jer- uh, Jersey Shore was probably my number one. If I had to like, go all time, like the height of my reality TV powers, it was it was Jersey Jersey Shore every Thursday night, I believe. Jersey Shore, definitely an honorable mention on here. Number four is RuPaul's Drag Race. All right. Number three, we've got The Bachelor, which all women love. Oh. Yeah, dude. It's, I mean, it's so cringe and awkward sometimes. It's like, it's kind of great. It's wow. one of those, it's so bad, it's good thing. Oh, somebody just texted Wipeout. That was hilarious. Wipeout is a good show. Isn't that a game show? Yes. Okay. Uh, but like they go through the, um, what's it called? It's uh, kind of like traps and booby traps. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're go- there's water involved. Sure. And if get you get hit with off yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Get hit with a club. Yeah, it's great. While you're walking on a beam. Number two is Survivor. So number one is a shot at love with Tila Tequila. No, but that is a great show. The Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen's awesome. I that's, love Hell's That's an honorable Kitchen. mention. The yeah. Apprentice was also an honorable mention. That's been texted in a lot. The Chrisleys, who are now in prison. The Amazing Race was honorable mention. But number one is indeed Tiger King. The real world. Oh, the real world to go. Uh, Snowflake Mountain, by the way, it's about spoiled kids that have to live in the wild. So that sounds fun. Yeah, I can rock with that. <laughs> go go out there and survive. Might snow. No iPad, kid. What you gonna do now? <laughs> that'd be that'd be entertaining. Oh, Fear Factor. Gosh, Fear Factor was oh, good. that was ugh. so disgusting. Yeah. Man, once TV figured out they didn't have to pay actual actors, they could just get uh, weird people and Cheap. film them nonstop, and then take the best thirty minutes they had it made. Absolutely. All righty, thank you, Woolchuck. The top ten at four twenty every afternoon here in the G Bag Nation. Around the Mavs, one player you could get something really good for right now. Would you be willing to part from his name's not Luca? And it's next here in the G-Bag Nation. Yeah, buddy. I got one Mavs player that you might be able to get something really good for right now. Okay, let's talk some Mavs. Um, Carolina Hurricanes in town tonight. Sebastian Ajo, one of the most underrated players in hockey. 
going to be taking on the Stars. So looking forward to that contest. If you're looking for something to watch on TV, you might want to check that out. Canes are pretty good. I think yeah, they're damn good. 29-9-4, and four, something like that. Some crazy record. Yeah. The Mavs were fun to watch last night. It was one of the most entertaining games I saw. Uh, Luca was going insane, and he had another 40-point game along with 15 boards. And at one moment, I, I tweeted, that was Olajuwon-esque on the baseline. He, he's just making a guy look stupid. Uh, you know, and, that, and that's unfortunate that the Mavs are unable to win these games because they're giving up so many points. But cut all that out, you know... It, it's like, hey, this is who they are. Um, it, you can't really get too worked up about it because you know what's going to change massively, and we're in an acceptance period now where, where everybody knows this team has to change. And I, I'm pretty much content to wait until the offseason when they can trade a bunch of picks and maybe try to get a superstar. But I think we saw more flashes last night from Josh Green that will absolutely get your phone ringing. And... I wouldn't be surprised if Mark and the front and Nico were getting texted last night. Like, hey, uh, you know, what are you guys' plans for this? We're a young building team. We have this guy that doesn't match our timeline. He's a veteran. We're not going to be able to be in the playoffs for three years. Would you want this guy for Josh Green? Could we get a pick on top of that? And if, I, if I'm the Mavs, I'm taking all of those calls right now. I'm very excited about where Josh Green's going to be. You know, in the offseason, I said, I think he could be a part of a championship rotation at some point. Now I I think he could be the third best player on a championship team. You know, I think 17 and 8 guy who can like the Sean Marion role, you know, on 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 the Mavs championship team. That's kind of where I think that this thing is headed and at just 22 years old, there's so much upside on this. If you if you make a trade it's got to be for the right guy. Um, but but maybe that is possible. Maybe there's an actual bona fide star out there on a team about to hit the switch to a rebuild, and you're not going to get better than a first-round pick. And I, I think Josh Green, who is uh, an exciting young player with a ton of upside uh, right now. Um, so I think that does provide an additional fascinating wrinkle into what we might see come uh, available in the trade market over the next uh, couple, two, three weeks. You think you could uh, go and... Make another swap with Washington. Say, hey, Ooh. Bradley Beal. I would love to. See what Josh Green just did in front of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Bradley guy's, Beal has no trade clause. I think that he's now talking to them. I've read some articles that he's now open to. Oh, he's open to it because I was kind of hearing that he, he was. Possibly. He was hopeful that they could do things better in Right, Washington. and I think he's realizing now that, that they that's can't. not yeah. happening. So I think that Bradley Beal is now more than ever willing to maybe traded for the you can right see situation. he's going through the motions he's a different guy yeah you know i i, I wouldn't be surprised if Beal would he just wants control of where he's going yes that's, no, what that's that exactly no it. About. yeah if the trade is to uh a team and, and and we don't know maybe he doesn't want to go to dallas sure that, and maybe he's like Possibly. nah, the mavs don't really intrigue me so he wouldn't even be interested but i'd be surprised because i think bradley beal is a player that would be a perfect fit with luca do you guys think i'm too uh high on on green's potential i think yes as a third a number three right now not right now. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah. like he at at the height of his powers, years. he'll yeah. be a, okay. a third best player on a championship team. Uh that's I think you you see the makings of it, but can he consistently put put it together, especially from like a, a shooting standpoint? Like the defense is all, all is all there. And if he can consistently knock down shots, then I mean third third fourth depending on the landscape of the league at any given time but I get what you're saying for sure and it's all out there in front of them and so that's the that's the debate you have is that a guy you want to cut ties with now and are you are you 
Are you really just trying to get something going for this year? How much would it help you? It's got to be a guy in his prime. Can't be an old guy. Yeah. I don't want a Bogdanovich for him. You know, I want I want really good. Like, hey, we found Luca's real co-star. Yeah. And along with Christian Wood, these guys are going to be able to wreak havoc. And you're still going to be packaging a lot of picks with him because Josh Green doesn't have the uh, the longevity yet for a team to really be like, okay, this is a good piece. It's still a little bit of a mystery box hopefulness that yeah. you're trading for right now. Could you hold on Josh Green for 365 days and see how much more you could get from then? Yeah. Uh, or or maybe you decide then he's a guy that we really, really want to keep here because he does all these things so well. It, it, it's tough, but he is their 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 best thing that you have to look forward to in terms of hopeful of what you have on the roster now he's a guy that it's like do I want to trade him now when I could either use him in a huge way on my own team in the coming years or if I did decide I want to trade him could I let this stock rise considerably more because right now he's just a guy that was injured and has has a nice showing against Washington and are you are you are you selling high enough on them? My answer would probably be no. Yeah, and maybe you just got to wait till this summer when all when all your picks are yeah. going to come available after the draft. And Josh Green plus like four future ones. I think that should be able to get any star that's available in the league. I kind of wonder if Josh Green's really a fit for a team that plays so slow. Yeah, that's you a know, good question. You know, what I'm saying the half court style. Yeah, I mean, like every time that like you know, and I was listening to Derek Harper talk last night on the game and. He's like, oh, there's no reason to take Josh Green off the floor now, you know. But if you look at, go back and you look at Josh Green's game logs and the way he plays, he'll have a game where he's five of seven shooting, and then the next game he's two of seven, one of six, two of seven, and then he's eight of nine. Great point. You know, yeah, and the so, shot's got to become. I mean, much that's more what consistent. I'm saying. He is very much. He wants to go and run. He, he the consistency. Yeah, he. I mean, he is all about what they call Mister Electric. Yeah, I think it's what they gave him the nickname of. But does he fit on a team that plays as slow? And that's maybe one of the reasons why you might want to move on. You could see it as he doesn't fit, or you could see it as we need what he gives because we don't have yeah, anybody that can go fast. No, no, that's and what I'm saying. Interesting he's really to see. The, he's yeah. the only one that you have that can go fast. You know, I, it's not the scoring last night. Like, he only missed two shots or one shot. To me, it's the dribbling, it's the seeing the floor and being able to hit the passes, you know, cross-court stuff. Um, and I think we're seeing a level of confidence in his aura and what he's attempting to do now. Um, I, I don't. I don't think there's oh, many think, guys no, in the I league. No, I think that, you, you're right. I think he combined all that seven and nine. I think he was six for six. The first, yeah, his first six shots, he hit them all. And so, and you're like, yeah. And I mean, he he dealt with that elbow injury. You know, mm-hmm. missed a ton of games. But I, I just watch him play. I'm like, I'm glad when he's on the floor because I know he's gonna, you know, he's gonna give you everything he has. He's gonna get rebounds. He's gonna drive the ball. He's gonna try and finish at the rim. You know, I know he's gonna play defense. I'm kind of like the he's the one guy that I kind of really watch like watch playing. Yeah, he he is ex- exciting, and I, I think oh, the guys like, other than Luca, you know? the personality yeah. fit is a good t- uh, fit for the Mavs as well. Um, six three, I want the Mavs to trade everyone except Luca, then have a contest each night where fourteen lucky fans get to suit up. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Romo show back up in the building. Yeah, okay, we got to run. What's the uh, uh, the the G Bag Nation here on one oh five three? The fan hope you're having a great day. Mel Kiper's first mock draft hmm. has the Cowboys taking 
this star inside these borders? Is it realistic? That's next in the G-Bag Nation. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. The King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.